Hello, I'm Katie. And I'm Leslie. And, and we're, we're all booked. Welcome back to another episode of Struggler's Full Libraries podcast, where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend. And our teen volunteer, Kathy, is rejoining the show to talk about a book called The Poppy War. Is that right? Yep. It's by Arif Kwong. All right. So how about you tell us a little bit about the book? So the book is centered around the main character. Her name is Rin, but her full name is Runin Fang. Um, she's basically in a family where they're not her biological parents, but her biological aunt and um, her husband, where they just run an opium drug trade. So they're basically kind of just like the drug dealers in the city. Well, outskirts more likely. And she faces a good amount of discrimination for being dark-skinned from familial neglect and also just like being of lower class in general so she wants to change her life based on this one opportunity because the setting of the poppy wars is a supposed meritocracy where if you're more capable you just have a higher quality of life which isn't really true because obviously um they try to like prevent in like very subtle ways for the lower class to ever really achieve enough um so when she passes this like big test like to get into synagogue which is the academy that like the top in the country and everything it's great but when she gets there like she has a whole breakdown where she like runs into her tutor's arms and she's just kind of like everyone here hates me no one wants me here like i have to live like this for the next year he's just like kind of like i'm sorry to say it but yeah and it was just kind of like cool okay um they deal with a lot of like the first section of the book because um, this book kind of deals into delves into a lot of things first. It's just a girl's personal journeys to to pull herself out of, out of poverty by trying to pass this great test that would like basically make her life better and not have her become married to this like really gross, disgusting, older like rich man. But then like as the story continues on, she has to deal with like the um, discrimination and biases from being like a country bumpkin in this like high tech like highly um, academic institution and then later on it transitions into war times where like her life as it is like her personal struggles are completely irrelevant turned upside down and she has to become a soldier and because the setting basically mimics the second sino-japanese war a lot of the details suddenly turn from the most disturbing facts being like colorism that's found in the asian community and just like those biases to be like full-on like war um grotesque like recounts of what has happened to comfort women what happens to like babies what happened um in times of war and like basically what happens when two sides that are fighting each other one being completely overpowered taking over the other side but the military power that they're up against basically doesn't even see them as humans so when they get a hold of these citizens like it's basically just like really horrible treating like livestock kind of not even then like i don't even think anyone treats livestock that cruelly is this more of an alternate history then or is it it's kind of it's basically just kind of like weaving everything in the real world that's happened to us into a fantasy okay yeah it's basically through the lens of someone that's living through it i was kind of thinking like oh like it's probably going to have some elements of fantasy which weren't really present at the 
beginning of the book, but more later on when she actually acknowledges that there's like such thing as like lore that's actually real. I would say the times of war are still pretty realistic. It's mm-hmm. just that to the level that it's accounted, the stakes were already high because it's obviously a small girl having no support, having to basically take advantage of a meritocracy that's working against her. Um, so you already feel like the stakes are high, and then suddenly they get like, instead of betting one thousand dollars, you're suddenly betting like one million. I think I have a trend of like reading books about either amoral characters or like kind of gray moral characters. She definitely like had somewhat of an upstanding character up until around like mid to mid late, which is kind of very realistic for a person who is going through like a time of war. It sounds like by the time you get to the war portions, it is realistically gritty. It's not like she like glorifies it or anything though, but she definitely does recount it in a way where it's like, wow, that's horrible. That really yeah. shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Just very realistic about it, not necessarily... Yeah, no sugarcoating, but no yeah. glorifying. So is this a recent book, or...? It was in 2018, but she published the third and last book to it in 2020 in November, I believe. Okay, have you read the whole series? No, I've only read the first book because I'm poor. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Are you interested in reading the second two? Have, have they mm-hmm. done a good job of hooking you on the series? Oh, yeah, I read, like, the first book in, like, two days. Maybe? Okay. How did you discover it? Um, I basically walked into Barnes and Noble, <laughs> saw the cover, thought, hey, that's an Asian girl. Okay, cool. Pick it up, read the back, and I was like, okay, this seems more interesting. And then I just read like the first page or something. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just buy it and try it out because um, my cousin and his wife had given me a gift card for like 100 bucks, and I wasted Ooh. like 60 of it. <laughs> Um, which is why I still haven't read the rest of the series because, <laughs> oops, yeah, <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yes, it does. So, what kind of reader do you think would enjoy this series? I would just say the opposite of romance readers. People that maybe like some dystopia? More than dystopia, which is organized chaos, it's more of just like full-on chaos. Because like dystopia is basically kind of delve more into like what has caused this different anarchy and like um, the social ladder to get jumbled up like this. What's caused this big brother effect where this one group is being oppressed. It's not oppression, it's just straight up like a fight for survival. Yeah, on one side, and then the other side just has... Hmm, never mind, you guys haven't read it, so I'm going <laughs> to treat you guys like you guys are going to read the book and not spoil anything. Is the is the main character, is she part of the group that took over or the group that is fighting back? She's the part of the group that's fighting back, which okay. is what her, kind of like the climax of the story is because she has to go through so many gruesome things, see a lot of the people she loved be swallowed up by the war and she has to like see all the suffering and she has to witness the after effects and the carnage and everything. So when she gets pushed to that point, she is presented with an option whether to stop it or to let it continue on and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. That's basically the climax of the whole story from my point of view because that's the deciding factor of whether she can like keep going or never return. So are you seeing like her moral like devolution or whatever you want to call it and are you seeing that because she's been not only kind of societally oppressed but also because she's been in the middle of a very gruesome war is that like the catalyst for her downslide i would say that she's more she's been affected by everyone around her everyone that has ever like treated her in a more like nurturing or like harmful light like they've all impacted her in some type of way despite her not meeting the opposition of like the opposing side of the war just yet her aunt and uncle if if her aunt and uncle hadn't ever neglected her and 
were abusive towards her, she would have never sought out a way to really escape them. So she probably wouldn't have ever really had that lens. Because if you've watched movies like The Platform, if you've read books like The Poppy War, you'll see this moral degradation in characters due to their environment affecting them. So she has to cope with it by becoming a more tough person. Do you really see very much of the other side? Like, I know you're talking about the horrific acts of war that are described in the page, but is the opposition ever painted in even a slightly sympathetic light, or are they just, like, the big evil bad dudes that are your archetypal enemies? Like, Arif Kwong is a very, like, sophisticated writer, not in, like, the big brain, like, you can't understand everything unless you read a 10-page essay, like, outside of the book on it. But, like, she's very much a person who paints things realistically. She's not saying that everyone on the other side doesn't have a life because like the big decision for Rin when it finally happens, like she computes it. She's like, I know every soldier could have a family at home. Every soldier could have an aunt or uncle or little sibling. I know that they have a life like mine, but like I can only empathize with one or two. If you multiply by a thousand, by a million, I can't even process it. She understands that they're humans, but the thing is the propaganda spread by their government makes it so that they can really never reach a compromise because I I think the opposite opposing side is the one living a dystopia. They're basically being fed these false lies that you have to go to war, you have to shed blood so that our country can be great. So when those ideals finally clash, she knows that they are human, consciously acknowledges it, and still goes through with her decision. This sounds like a very complex yes. book. I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh, yeah. How many pages was it? Uh, it was like this thick. It's so, around 380. <laughs> <laughs> I think four, I, you four, can't see her finger motions. So like she, she's literally just holding two fingers <laughs> apart, and I'm just using my library brain to guess. <laughs> so I'm going on record as saying it was 400 pages approximately. <laughs> Especially, like, as I said, given the number of like things that seem things to be happening. Yeah. Story. yeah. It would surprise me if it was a short book. Yes. <laughs> I, I definitely recommend it for someone who has patience because for me I could stomach it all in like one go like the only reason I had to read in two days was because I had to sleep <laughs> right there mm -hmm. for a person who still wants to read through it but has a weak stomach I'd recommend like them having to set it down here and there because there's a lot of stuff that goes on it was just really bad okay well thank you so much for bringing us something very different yeah. every single time you've brought a book it has been very different yes. than the previous one and that's kind of cool it's a nice way to showcase a variety so and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye!